Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Party with Lance podcast. Lance here, podcasting. Couple things. First off, as always, thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. I was speaking to some people in person this week and they were telling me that they liked it. And that was cool because uh, when I do these, I have no idea what's happening because there's no guest and there's no way to figure it out. So when people tell me, that's cool. And along with that, uh, if you'd like to, I love how it goes right into this, right? It's like an ad or something. Along with that, if you uh, do like it and you want to rate or review it on iTunes, that is helpful for the podcast. It, it gets it in more things, more people see it, we can grow it, and all that jazz. So, appreciate everybody for listening, and that's that. A couple upcoming shows. Um, again, uh, I'm in New York here uh, this weekend. This episode is going to come out on, I believe, uh, Friday, February 14th, which also happens to be Valentine's Day. I will be at the Stand Comedy Club uh, down near Union Square. I'm going to be there Friday, and I'm also going to be there Saturday. I'm hosting for Sherrod Small, uh, his uh, uh, Small World Comedy Valentine's uh, Day show. So we're doing Friday, and we're also doing Saturday. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. The Stand is a great club. It's beautiful, and Sherrod is awesome, uh, and I feel very privileged to be part of those shows. And it's a cool lineup, too. So... If you want to check it out, come hang out with us at the stand. I got a couple other shows uh, this weekend as well. I'm going to be at Dangerfields at some point. Then I'm going to be at a barber shop, and then I'm going to be, I think, another one somewhere else. So, and uh, probably a couple more might pop up. So, they'll be on social media as always. Uh, if you'd like to follow me along on all that other stuff, I'm at Party with Lance. Same name as the podcast. Same name as the website. Party with Lance. Everywhere is at Party with Lance. So, that's it. Um, it's been the weather's been funky here in New York, man. Just like last week, I was talking about how uh, like gloomy, rainy it, it was. Uh, it's it's gloomy and rainy again today. Um, so what I'm gonna do? I read the weather report for New York last week. I'm gonna read the weather report for a sunny place because I like a little sun, man. I I think the weather brings me down. I think I'm, I might have that thing sad, you know, uh, seasonal affectiveness uh, uh, disorder. I think it's effectiveness, effective, effective, seasonal effectiveness disorder uh, I think is that right you know what I'm talking you can google it um but I think I really do because because it was earlier today it was rainy and then uh the minute the sun started coming out it's like my energy level peaked peaked like immediately picked up with the sun coming out and I think a lot of us feel that but I, I you know I don't know I get I get it's like I can't even get going sometimes when the weather is rough uh or I can't get I, it's more more I have to force myself to get going, right? When it's sunny, I feel good, and I'm ready, to go. I'm ready to go when I get up. But if it's cloudy or rainy, it's just a lot harder for me, you know, maybe a little extra coffee, a little extra uh, uh, reading of positive energy quotes on the internet or, or my phone, you know, or, or whatever. So let's read the weather report here. I'm going to go, I'm going to read the weather report, you know, you know, forget New York. It's too, it's too uh, gloomy. Let's read the weather report for Phoenix, Arizona. I'm not going there anytime soon that I'm aware of. I've only been there maybe once in my life in general, but let's give the weather report. So for Friday, the 14th on Valentine's Day in Phoenix, Arizona, the weather is going to be a high of 71 degrees with a low of 46. 
Saturday, 72 high. Sunday, 74 high. Monday, 76 high. Tuesday, 71. Wednesday, 73. Thursday, 70. Uh, again, I don't usually, uh, you know, forget about the lows for the most part because, uh, you know, that's usually at 5 a.m. And, and the majority of people aren't doing that. So great weather there in Phoenix, man. Look at that. 60s, high 60s and lowish to mid 70s. Wow. And for the most part, it looks sunny for the next seven days there. So uh, a bit, a little bit of cloud or partly cloudy, maybe some of it. But for the most part, around, you know, let's say average 72, 73 degrees for the next week there and sunny to partly sunny. Wow, man. And that's coming from, uh, again, I just Google. I think that's coming from weather.com. It's like their population on Google that pops up that, you know, but it's from weather.com technically. Anyway, going to be nice in Phoenix. Uh, you know, and that's that's one of the things I like about this podcast is I, I end up just learning stuff, you know. Um, it's it, it's also, I think, maybe helping my stand-up as well because by doing this podcast, I research things, I come up with ideas, and then I just kind of talk about them and they spin my brain. You know, it's almost like a form of writing. You know, when you write, you just journal a lot. You write down ideas, thoughts, emotions, feelings, things are happening to you, things are happening in the world, and then, you know, maybe that spurs ideas later on that, that then populate into jokes. So, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, something there, you know, uh, good weather, good weather for sure. Also, let's just do this up top. Uh, Trump sucks. Uh, great segue. Sure. You know, oh, my eyes twitching. I don't know. Did I have too much caffeine today? I don't know. I, I feel like every time I do this podcast is too much caffeine, but something's my right eye is like twitching, you know, like my eyelid. You ever have that? We just one eyelid like, and now I feel like I'm getting distracted. You know, it's hard to do the podcast because you feel distracted. There's no one else to carry the weight. Like if I had a partner here or a guest, I could ask a question and then let them answer their question. And then they could like, you know, see that I, my eye was bothering me or I could just like keep asking a question and let them go. But now it's like, it's just me. So if my eye is bothering me, it's just me, which is a lot like stand up. When you're doing stand up, although the difference with stand up is, you have material, uh, you know, prepared, so you at least can go off that to a degree. But, but what the thing that makes stand up hard is it's like just you go, go. Like you hit one joke out of the park. I like to think of baseball's analogy. I started talking about it on the stage a little bit. Baseball's analogy, like you know, you could hit a home run on stage. Let's say you're doing a half hour comedy, whatever. Home run, boom! You're up to bat immediately. You might have a two second, three second break where like people really like it and laugh or applaud, or whatever, but then you're just back up to bat again, and hopefully you carry that momentum until you hit another home run, or a triple, or whatever, but what's crazy, what's crazy about stand-up is, like, you'll go from hitting a home run into, like, a double, into a single strikeout, 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 single, and it's, like, it's just you, because there's no one else to carry the weight up there, you know, you do have the crowd interaction, which this podcast, I, I you know, I've talked about it before, is actually even harder to a degree one, I guess that no one's going to beat me down if they don't like it. I guess people just maybe turn it off. But but when I'm doing it here, you know, I've talked about it. When I stop talking, the, the podcast doesn't happen. So the point is, my eye was twitching. Uh, it seems to be okay-ish now, but it had uh, diverted my attention, rather. You know, like an airplane being diverted from its path. Uh, my eyeball diverted, because I was talking about Trump, wasn't I? I think I was. That's where this whole whole thing started. I'm pretty good at coming back around to topics. It might be a little all over, but I'm pretty good at eventually, you know, taking six tangents and then coming back around to the original topic. Trump sucks. I've been I've been wrestling with this a lot recently. I've, I'm from Georgia originally, and uh, I have a lot of friends or people I know from, uh, you know, that are still down in the South in general. You know, Georgia, Tennessee, parts of Florida, 
North Carolina. Weirdly enough, I don't know that many people in South Carolina, although I do know a few. Um, and, and I'm at a point in my life where I just, I used to try and like reconcile with my, uh, you know, people I know or friends of like, well, although I don't like Trump and they might like him and I don't, I don't totally get it. It's, um, oh, now there's a siren outside. That's New York. I don't know if you can hear it. But um, I used to, uh, I used to try and reconcile like, well, they just have a different view on it. But I'm at a point now where like, there's just been too much. There's just been too much Trump stuff for too long to where now I'm just like, if you like Trump, I almost can't even just like, I don't even really want to, to associate with you that much just because it's pure, it's pure evil. If you look at Trump, you look at what he's done, you know, there's just been too many examples and there's been too many examples for a very long time, but I've tried to like, you know, well, people have different views and why they might like them, why they might not. But it's like, it's at a point now where it's just every day, it's another racist, homophobic, misogynistic uh, against, uh, you know, lower income people, against people from other countries. He makes us look poor to the rest of the world. You, you know, our poor, our, our image is not good. Um, also, pretty much every article that comes out is like factually inaccurate or, 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 uh, how do I say this? Um, the, they're like, he, he's presenting things that are false. Right. But then if you look at facts of all the, all the, the legal things with the impeachment stuff, or like now this stuff with the department of justice, which is happening, it's, they're just time and time again, facts that this dude has done. And even before he was president, the, the amount of articles and things that you can go back and see where he's lied and cheated people and not pay them for work repetitively like his whole life it was just at a point where like if you like this guy or you're like still sticking up behind this guy like I can't really associate with you that much and I don't really care because I it's just pure hatred and if that's going to be your thing I don't want any part of it like I if I see you out in public I'll say what's up like hey what's up but then I'm going to keep it moving because I honestly don't my life is so short and I don't have time I don't have time to associate with and you can't really argue for Trump yeah there might be you know, I started to write a Facebook post about this, but I, I didn't end up posting it. Maybe I will later. I don't know. But I used to be like, well, you might like Trump. You know, maybe he's terrible in all these ways, but one or two things. And so that's what you're holding on to are these one or two issues that might appeal to you. And so I, I used to even kind of understand that a little bit. But I'm at a point now where I just can't. There's just too much hatred, racism, misogynistic stuff. Uh, homophobic stuff, and then he just cheats and lies and steals, and it's it's like. I don't, if you get behind him, I just, I can't really be around you. It's just at a point where it's like, cause it's pure hatred and evil. And if you are supporting that, then I, then I feel like you're just part of it. So I don't, I don't really see the argument much anymore. Even if you like the one or two things here and there that he does, it's, it's far, it's not even close to the other stuff that outweighs the hatred uh, all around. So that's what kind of my feelings on Trump. I feel like I've kind of changed my tune not that I was ever for it, but I just, I used to, you know, like I say, try and understand my friends who, you know, uh, but I'm at a point where I just, I, I, I can't even understand it anymore. I can't, I can't really get behind it. So that's that on the Trump stuff. Okay. we got technical difficulties here. What's going on? Okay. I think that is good. Um, I was going to say this, there's a good thing. Uh, one, one of the biggest po- problems in the world, I think probably is, uh, overpopulation. We got too many people that, that causes all the, uh, a good chunk of the issues, uh, resources, um, just, I guess resources is the whole thing, right? Would you have, what, what else would it be? But there's too many people in the world, I think, but I will, and that's a topic I've broached, uh, at a previous podcast point, but let's say right now, uh, one good thing about this is 
uh, about having a lot of people is that, and this is where the internet, I guess, has a positive. I was listening to uh, Kevin Hart on Joe Rogan. I guess it was an older episode, but like he was saying like positives of the internet. And I, in general, think the internet is a negative. Uh, I've talked about that previously. But I, w- I was thinking about there a positive that I like about, well, overpopulation, but I guess the internet is tied into that, is the fact that whatever you got going on in your life, right, we're all, we're all dealing with our own issues, our own things, our own problems. What is good about overpopulation and the internet hand-in-hand with that is that uh, you can find somebody going through your problem, right? And that's there's uh, you can find solutions to your problem, so it'll help you individually, and also give you some uh, camaraderie, uh, fellowship. How about that? That's a word people don't use that much outside of the uh, Baptist Christian organizations in the South that I'm aware of. No one ever really talking about fellowship. When I grew up in Georgia, a lot of fellowship talk, you know? At the churches, uh, you come in for some food and fe- uh, fellowship, but no one's really talking about fellowship as in the adult age, uh, particularly up north. Not that I'm aware of. I-, I actually use the word from time to time, and I just get kind of a kick. I think it's a great word, actually, but you don't you don't hear it much in the north. So, um, what am I even talking about here? Fellowship. Uh, oh, the point is that the internet. There are someone's gonna have your thing somewhere. Whatever problem you got, you may have the weirdest, rare disease you know, mentally or physically, and you can find someone on the internet probably somewhere in the world that has that, even if it's just 10 other people on the whole planet, which is unbelievably rare, but you can find them. And then maybe you can message them through things, send them videos, send them emails, connect with them, read their story, hear their, you know, see or listen to their podcast, see their YouTube videos, see their social media Instagrams. So that is a good thing for overpopulation or, or that there are so many people in general, I guess, is that you can find somebody that has your thing, your situation, your experience, no matter where, no matter what you got going on. So um, that is a positive to overpopulation, I'll say, or to having just a lot of people in general. Okay, along with this, um, a lot of people in life, you know, we all think about like, what's the point of life? Why are we here? What are we doing? Uh, a lot of people want to leave a legacy, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I find that I find the thought of wanting to leave a legacy very stupid. For lots of reasons. One, uh, you know, eventually you, uh, I got a little list here of it. The thing about a legacy is people are always trying to like, oh, I want my name to mean something. It's like, dude, no one cares because leaving a legacy, uh, everyone else, you know, other people are trying to leave their legacy. So they don't, nobody cares. And then you're dead. So it's like, who cares what's your name? You, you know, think about most of the people that have lived. There've been billions upon billions of people who have already been here and and done this you know life experience on this planet and then gone on to the next phase whatever whatever that is right um but and we don't know any of their names we know a few right who do we know like napoleon like uh you know columbus uh christopher columbus and like there's a few there's a very few names we know and there's people that did incredible stuff that whose names we don't even remember just because it wasn't written in the history books or we don't focus on it or we don't glamorize it and then even apart from that there were great people who weren't you know, there's somebody who's just uh, in charge of a village of, of 30 people, and they were an amazing leader, kind to all their people. That's not written down anywhere. But that person had a great, you know, a great existence and helped tons of people. So this thing to have a legacy, I think, is very dumb. It's very, uh, when you're dead and no one currently cares because they're trying to, the, the people who are currently alive don't care about your thing because they're trying to do their own thing. And also, what really matters is, you know, right now, you know, like, what can you do right now? Who are you kind to today? You know, because you might not be here tomorrow. I hope I get to do this podcast for a long time and a bunch of other 
fun things and ideas and plans and uh, make things that I that I like to do. But you don't know. So who can I be nice to today? You know, we all forget it again because we get stressed out. We get in our own our own little world of problems. But like, who can you be kind to today? Forget the legacy. Who are you kind to today that might need it? You know, a little help. So, and finally, about leaving a legacy. Also, that's dumb is because humans are always getting better. We're always evolving, both physically and mentally. So even if you do something, let's say you leave your legacy, whatever that is, you know, uh, it doesn't matter because a hundred, a hundred years from now, 500 years from now, which if the world's still around, but which is actually a very, not that long a time in the span of human existence, right? Um, you know, humans been here already for a very long time. Well, depending on what you compare it to, I guess, I don't know about the whole world. It might be different, but or the timeline of the whole world in history, but human history, even 300 years, not that long. So by the time what's going to evolve now, even with technology too, a whole different thing, what's going to happen between now and 300 years, humans will evolve mentally and physically. So even if you have the legacy of the greatest runner currently, you know, or 10 years ago, and then you die, now a whole other generations, you know, people only live to be like 80, 90, a couple people live to be 110, 116, whatever, but then that's it, right? And so a couple generations turn over, now the human race is so much stronger, I, I, I guess. I don't know if ideally is the word. I mean, I don't know if I even, do I care? I mean, I, I want, as now we're getting to a different topic because it's like, I always think it's funny when people, I got to finish this topic first. I'm sorry. Um, you, you know, I guess I do care. I do want the human race to improve, but these are hypothetical people who aren't here yet, right? But people will say, because my kids and their kids and their kids, but like even your kids and kids and kids aren't here yet, right? So it's like, do we really care about a generation 300 years from now. Like, I always think it's funny, like, what if the world... I, oh, I got to finish this thought. Stay on track, Lance. Stay on track. You got to talk to yourself sometimes. You know, you got to say your own name out loud. You know, stay on track, Lance. So uh, even if you leave the, the so-called legacy, uh, you know, 10 years ago, the fastest runner, it's going to be beaten in 200 years, even sooner than that, by a bunch. And over and over and over and over, it's going to be beaten because the human brain and capacity and bodies are bigger, stronger, faster, smarter, quicker, whatever. So the legacy thing is really stupid. But leading into that, yeah, I'm talking about, I always think it's funny when we get, uh, you know, we talk about future generations. It's uh I always wonder, like, what if we just stopped the people production right now, right? Like, what are there, almost 8 billion people on the planet? Is that right? Maybe it's over 8 billion. Between 7 and 9 billion is my guess. I know it's in that number somewhere, which, what a difference 7 and 9, it's 2 billion people, right? You need, what is that, a fourth, a fifth of, I'm not the greatest with math, but, uh, you know, that'd be a lot of difference in people. Anyway, I'm going to say it's 8, 8 billion or so, 8, 8-ish billion, 7 point whatever, or, uh, you know, 8 billion. So, um... Oh, my eye has got me again. We're back at it. Um, what, are, what, what am I talking about? Oh, future generations. I just think it's, I think it's funny to get worried about uh, future generations. Uh, you know, I almost care about animals more because I feel like they, they, don't have, they don't have this say. You know, humans dictate so much of animals' existence and where, you know, they used to roam the earth free. Now they're in pens and get smaller and smaller. We kill off extinct certain animals. Sometimes I wonder if we just stopped human production today you know, this is coming out February 14th, uh, so what if we just, February 14th, Valentine's Day, I mean, my God, we're not going to stop it on Valentine's Day, right? Um, but if you stop it, human production, what would happen in 200 years? Humans didn't come and gone, that's it. So it's like, who really cares what happens to human generations 400 years from now? There's got to be a term for this, and people might even say maybe I'm like, you know, anti-human or something. I'm not, but it's like, we're talking about people who aren't here yet. Like, for instance, and, and what's funny is like, 
What's funny is like people get mad about you saying this, but not if you go backwards. It's like, and none of us care about most of the people that were here 600 years ago. We don't give a shit. I can't think of anyone that I've ever talked, apart from a few history books that you read about people in certain things. Nobody, can you name someone from, you know, 600 years ago? Like, especially if an average person just living their life, what are they living to? I don't know, 30, 40, 50, I don't know how, maybe even less than that. I don't know. That's how little I know about that stuff. But, but I guess that's why I can do this podcast, you know? You know, I don't have to be factual. I do my best, you know? Even though I was talking about Trump not being factual, but also that dude's the president. I'm a stand-up comedian in New York City, you know, yelling at the wall. So I, you can't really give us the same qualifications. And also this is, you know, an opinion-ish podcast. So, um, but it's funny if you go backwards, people will get mad, or forwards, I mean, about human uh, future generations. But if you go backwards... You know, we're all like cool with it, you know, which is uh, those people didn't matter 600 years ago. I just find it very funny. But, um, you know, I want everybody that's currently living and that is currently here and going to exist through the time to be good. But I mean, what we're talking about three, four hundred years from now. I don't know what's going to be happening. You know what I mean? We might all be extinct in 200 years, period. And then I'm, you know, then I, ho- I care that the animals are doing well, you know. But think about that. It'll be a whole different animals than we even think. There might be new species. You know, there's all there's scientific things. There's might be genetic breeding type stuff. Man, uh, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about the world of just like, you know, I don't know, just the experience you're here for is so short. You know, like we're all trying to have this impact or, or whatever. But like and you can, you know, individually, even just in your local community or your local, you know, your life and your work and all and all that stuff. But but I just think it's funny that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're all here for just a short little experience, and then we're out. So, um, I don't know. It's, I've been thinking about it a lot. Which will take me to this, I guess, this space thing. I don't know if people saw this. There's a signal. This happened a few days ago. I guess somewhere, what is it, like uh, millions of light years away, there's a signal that's going off, I believe, like every 12 days or so. Um, that I guess these happen all the time in space. Like a, uh, again, they only happen for like a millisecond, maybe. I didn't really fully read this article. This is how I get my news. I half read all the articles, which let's be honest, I think we probably a lot of us do that because who has the time? There's a million articles. There's a, literally millions of articles every day that are put up onto the internet. You know, not to mention if you're reading magazines, uh, books, historical books, or newspapers, or listening to podcasts, or watching videos. I'm just talking about blogs or or news sites or credible or non-credible sites, you know, uh, there's so much information every day being uploaded. So uh, all we do is all half read, but the space thing, uh, there's a signal that's happening like every 12 days rhythmically, I guess it's happening. Like it's being shot from millions of uh, light years away. And they're like, you know, I guess, uh, the people at MIT, uh, my girlfriend and I were reading an article, uh, people from MIT were saying that they don't think it's life or she, it's, I half read it. My girlfriend was like, they saying it there. They were saying it's not, but I was half reading it. But uh, but it got me thinking about like, you know, what if there's aliens out there or other or other life or other I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But again, I don't know the the tra- uh the trace or the um the timeline of human development and how it's gonna all play out. I don't know, maybe they're way less developed. If I mean, first of all, are there even aliens? I don't know. You know, no one really knows, I guess. Um, I didn't used to think there were growing up. I was like I and I even went to one time on a trip to Roswell, New Mexico. I went to the museum there. They got the uh, alien museum or whatever it's called. Um, it's super hokey. It's like going to like a county fair or something. They got like weird dummies and like, you know, it's it's a whole, uh, but it was fun at the time and I was younger. So it had a little more relevance, I guess. But although what's weird, then I didn't believe in aliens. And now I'm not going to say I believe in aliens, but I don't not believe in aliens. You know, to think we're the only people here is a little goofy, you know, but I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe religiously, do I think there's more? You know, I, I, I have a pretty heavy uh, religious upbringing. Well, heavy-ish, I guess. Um, maybe I'll get into that more in a different podcast, but I don't know if religious people believe in aliens or not. I guess it depends on the religion or whatever. But um, as I get older, I'm more open to the idea. I'm like, there might be more aliens. It doesn't mean you don't believe in certain religious things. Now I'm battling with my own thing here, right? Man, religion will really get into your head. I guess, well, you learn things when you're younger, you know? Uh, whether it's right or wrong or good or bad, it's in your brain. Uh, and I don't feel like delving into it. It's a heavy topic. And it's it's hard to get into heavy topics on this alone, I think, because then it's it feels very... I was talking about this with a buddy last night. You know, it's so personal. Uh, there's no guess to deflect it or to bounce it off of. It's just like, you know, the podcast is hard because it's like whatever I'm saying, then I'm uploading it and it's like, boom, this is my ideas and thought, you know? But it's not necessarily. I'm, I'm basically have some ideas and I'm rambling and I'm hoping to get some more ideas and to help, you know, you, the listener, just have something to make your day a little, you know, take your mind off whatever your own stuff is or get or get your brain uh, spinning in some ways, you know, just to because it's progress, because thought and uh, even challenging yourself is prog is progress because you're, you know, you're learning, you're testing your brain, you're challenging theories and that's all. That's progress. That's how you learn, I think. So, or one of the ways, rather. Um, and if you don't challenge it, you atrophy, right? Your brain will just atrophy. That's why they, when you do math homework growing up, they, they have you do problems and keep problem solving. So I hope this podcast gets your brain, uh, you know, thinking, you know, progressing, learning, developing, advancing, all that stuff. So I was thinking if there are aliens, see, we're back again. If there are aliens, uh, I want to be here for it, I think. I want to be, I want to live in a human history time where I want to I want to be on the planet when it happens. I was thinking why because again, I I come back to this thing about all these problems, you know, we all get so bogged down in our little lives. Everybody's you know worried about Trump stuff. We're worried about Iran, Iraq. We're worried about coronavirus. And that's just those items. There's a whole bunch of other topics, right? But when imagine if we get invaded like next week by aliens cuz let's say this thing from millions of light years away, maybe it gets here even let's say it's a vehicle traveling here and it actually gets here faster than the millions of light years because they're going faster than a light year. You know, maybe there's a form of travel that we don't understand yet, which is, you know, is very possible in my mind. I'm not a scientist. I don't work in NASA. But maybe there's something faster that someone could get here, like, you know, light years times a bazillion, and then they get here to tomorrow. What? So if we got invaded tomorrow, I think I'd want to be here because it would... All, nobody's worried about Trump then when we're getting invaded by aliens good or bad, because it would just take our little problems, because we're so concerned with the world, right? Like North Korea versus Russia versus America versus Iran, right? There, whatever. There's, I'm not saying those are, uh, you get what I'm saying. There's a bunch of different, we're world contained, of course, because that's our world, you know? Almost like a fish tank. Like that's our fish tank. We're like a fishbowl in the, in the, in the U.S. Or I'm sorry, in the, uh, in the world when we're really in someone's living room full of other, uh, earths. Earth, earths, earths, earths. So, Earths? I want to be multiple Earths. Earths? Earth is? Earths. It's hard to say. So, there's, let's say there's a bunch of other Earths out there, or whatever you want to call them, with, with life on them, and then they invade here, or they come here. I don't know. Maybe it's even a peaceful thing. I don't know. Although, knowing humans, humans are violent. You know, reading this uh, book, Sapiens, that I've been, I keep talking about, like, humans are violent. And if you think about human history, man, it is violent. We just... Humans love to, uh, and this is the book talks. I don't want to uh, uh, speak on behalf of the book because I didn't write it, and it's also not, you know, I might be grossly whatever, but you know, humans like to divide. So it's like think about everywhere. The starting of America came over, killed all the Indians. Hey, this is ours now. It's like, 
And even now, that's what we do to other countries. And that's just the way the human, humans are violent. You know, and think about even this. I think about this sometimes. I live in, I know I'm, well, anyway, I want to be here when it happens because I think it will take us out of our, uh, our problems. Because now we got a bigger thing, like our fishbowl just grew and we're not worried about Iran because we got to worry about, you know, aliens, good or bad, however it goes down. And we just call them aliens. That's, I guess that's the term we use, but who, another life form. I don't know. So, uh, I think about, all the time, how much when I'm in Manhattan in New York, how much humans destroy? Because Manhattan is a fully false environment, right? This used to be kind of like because if you go to Central Park, there's rocks. I, I think those are natural. I believe those uh, big like, but there's like big boulders and stuff in the park because this Manhattan was kind of like rocky like that. I think and had like you know a little bit of elevation and like uh, trees and woods. That's I mean that's what Central Park. Granted, Central Park is groomed a lot, right? It's a public. Uh, a park that has a parks organization, right? It's not just like the forest, but there are foresty areas in it. And I think maybe that's what Manhattan would be more, you know, more like that ish. But, but humans have just destroyed the naturalness. Think about it. There are hardly any trees in New York. And if there are, there a lot of them are planted or a couple might've been left. Right. But a lot of them are just planted or there's like a median in between a highway. So it's like the highway paved everything. And then they put a median in, in the middle of it. And now that grass is where we dictate the grass is. I just think it's funny that like New York is so false, the whole thing, because humans just came and destroyed it and then rebuilt all these buildings, concrete, what do they call it, the concrete jungle, that's what those songs are, right? Uh, who sings that song? Uh, you know, is that, uh, is that Alicia Keys? Uh, uh, ah, is it Alicia Keys? There's a Beyonce, Jay-Z, is it the Jay-Z song? There's a few, well, there's a lot of songs about New York. Again, another thing I uh, maybe could look up, but it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, those, those New York songs. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's called the, the Concrete Jungle, right? So it, it just is. It's just concrete, the whole thing. It's all false because humans have just come in and just destroyed the whole the whole thing. And we've created other things. But the point is, humans destroy things. So we, if aliens come down, would it be a peaceful meeting? Probably not because humans are, we attack, you know, like that's, that's what humans do. We attack things that were... Uh, and that's probably back to survival, right? Because if we're unsure of something, we attack it because it's a threat, I guess. So, well, pretty good little rant there on that, you know. What else we got here? Um, I got a few minutes left. Uh, let's say this. I think it's interesting when you're talking. This is something I think about sometimes. You ever be in a conversation with someone? could be one person, a group of people. Let's say it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation, which actually is the most terrifying. When you sit across from somebody and you just look them in the eye, those are terrifying moments. Kind of like the podcast because you got to carry it and it's all on you. Oh, it's them too, but it's like a group is always easier because you kind of float back. You know, but if it's just you and some other person, now you got to be engaged and work on the, work in it. You know, um, I always think about whenever I'm in a conversation, and even with this podcast, what's entering my mind, and then what is being shot out to the person through my mouth. You know, through the hole in my head. Uh, what what are they getting? You know, because it's like at any given time, we all have. Even when you're listening to this, you have your own thoughts on this. Why is Lance doing that? I got to do my dishes. I got to take my kids to school. I got to do my thing for work. I got to do. It's like I got to hit the gym. I should be eating better. Oh, I hate myself. What? We all have a million things going on at any second in our head. But I think it's interesting how we filter it all out. What are like? What do we filter that then that then gets shot to the listener across from us? I find that fascinating. And I have so many. You know, we all have so many thoughts going on in our head all the time. Some people more than others, I guess. I was talking to my therapist about it. You know, I was I was kind of bringing a topic up that like this in conjunction with something else, 
Um, and she was saying mine is maybe more than, you know, with OCD, which is the thing I have and I've talked about, the human brain is uh, more active. If you look at brain scans of OCD people, but this is not a good thing. I mean, it's an actual problem. Your brain, it's too, it's too active. You know, it's like, it's not like you're smarter or thinking at a higher level. It's no, it's like a defect. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, almost like a, I guess maybe the way I can think about it is like production scale. Like think about like a place bottling Coke bottles or beer bottles or whatever, right? Or bottles of water and like a machine, like it's almost like the machine's going too fast and now you can't bottle the things because the conveyor belt's too quick or something. It's like, it's actually not productive. It'd be better to be a slow paced, you know, calm, you, you know, uh, so, but I think a lot of people's brains, whatever speed they're at are shooting us so many thoughts and ideas. And I, I even, what is that? They, even if you Google it, the average person, uh, I forget, oh, it's, it's like tens of thousands of thoughts we have per day. You know, but what do we actually act on or what do we actually, when you're in a conversation with someone, what are you actually spitting out to them? I find it very fascinating. And along with that and with this podcast, you know, this is episode 13. Uh, There's been three or four that like I'm unhappy with. And I'm just like, ah, I didn't like what I said. I was too jacked up on coffee or things in my personal life came out too quick on the podcast too, whatever. But I'm just trying to keep them up there. Again, that was one of my New Year's resolutions, just keeping things keeping things up there and letting them ride, you know, not being so worried or attached to them. So, um, but I just think it's funny what, oh, oh, what I was saying was when I'm talking a lot of times with the conversation, the amount of things that I say that come out of my mouth that I regret immediately, <laughs> it happens to me every day, all day. I'm just like, I see it. Le- I think I talked, did I talk about this? I don't know. It leaves my la- my mouth and I just go, no, 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 no. Whether it's on stage, I end up saying stuff to like someone in the crowd because I see something or I don't like it, what they're on their phone texting. So then I snap at them or even in a conversation, I just say dumb stuff. But I guess we all do because if you have an interaction, let's say a cashier, at uh, like a CVS or a Walgreens or something, right? That's probably, they're probably in, everybody's been to a gas station. There you go. Um, thing, thing that's not maybe so New York, like New York, we have Dwayne Reed, which is a, like a CVS Walgreens type thing, which well, a gas station, everybody go like, a, let's say a cashier gas station uh, interaction. You know, we all say dumb stuff that, cause, cause how could you be prepared what's coming out of someone's mouth? You walk into a gas station to someone you never met before, if it's in a different, you know, not your normal everyday thing. And you say something, then they say something. And I guess we're based off, you know, a language we've all learned. Uh, but but it's, of course, you're going to say things because you're going to hear something. It's going to throw you off because you're also thinking about your, I got to get gas, get to work, to get to get my thing done, to send an email. To the, and now they say something, and now you got to respond with all that. And you weren't even sure what they were bringing. And now you spit out your thing. So how can you how can you be happy with everything you say? You know, that's an, ooh, I actually feel very relieved talking about this. Uh, I actually feel kind of calm because running through it like this, and as I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, that's why I kind of do this is get the brain going, get it thinking. Yeah, you're never going to have a day where you say everything perfect from the minute your eyes open to the minute you close your eyes at nighttime. Like, it's not going to happen due to that reason I just talked about with the gas station. It's not possible. So I'm going to allow myself again to take a break, to allow myself, you know what? Everything you say is not going to be perfect. You go to a party, right? A lot of us aren't good at parties right? People drink a lot at the parties, or they stand on the wall, or they only talk to people they know, because we all don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. And even when you go to a party with a lot of people, there's a lot of interaction, a lot of quick interaction, people coming, going, saying what's up, walking by, maybe a long conversation. Like, we all say things, and then, you know, alcohol is involved, drugs are involved, uh, you know, sexual attraction at parties, you know, different uh, people you don't like, political people that, like, you, you know, in your business or your field, there's a million of these things going on, how could you expect to say the right thing all the time, you know? So uh, I'm going to try, you know, 
give myself more breaks. You know, I think we should all just give ourselves more breaks in general, right? We all just, we beat ourselves up. I, I don't know. I guess that's how you learn to a degree. I know like if I do something that I don't like, which I do every single day, at the end of the day, I try and take a mental note of it like, fuck, man. Like, you know, I do the mental self-talk. I'm like, fuck, dude, you can't do it. And I'll even write it down so I have a log of it somewhere. Uh, but I'll beat myself up about something pretty hard for days on end. And I think we all do, right? What's that saying? Where you know you're your own worst crit- critic, or we're we're our, our own worst critics. And that's true. But let's give ourselves breaks. You're not gonna be able to say everything perfectly to everybody every day. It doesn't exist. So okay, we've done pretty good here in the pod. Is there anything else? Man, we hit a few topics. That's pretty good. Let's say this again. If you do like the podcast, if you would like to uh, rate or review it on iTunes. Uh, that's always real helpful. Also, the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash partywithlance, I believe it is. I'm going to try and get a new soundboard if I get some cash some cash coming in on the Patreon. Uh, I do have a hum in the soundboard. It might slightly come across, and i like to upgrade it. So that'll be purchase number one uh, when we get the, when we get the uh, Patreon. Uh, it's already up, but, uh, you know, it's got a very minimal amount coming in right now. Uh, so, uh, and that's fine, you know, but if we can get it going, we'll try and get some more uh, equipment. That's it. Uh, again, I'm on all the things at Party with Lance. If you would like to follow me on all the things there, post some stuff here and there. And uh, that's it. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I hope, uh, real quick, too, I spent tomorrow, I have, you know, I talked about I have a show tomorrow, and then I'm going to dinner with my girlfriend afterwards, which I've had a lot of Valentine's Day where I was completely alone. Uh, so if you're alone, you know, whatever. It, uh, Valentine's, oh, I didn't really talk about Valentine's Day, but. It's, uh, it's another day, you know, you'll make it through, and, uh, you know, also there's just, romantic love is just one kind of love, right? The love of friendships, love of animals, pets, you know, so, um, anyway, I just, I hope you find something that works, whether you, or you might be in a terrible relationship, I don't know, you know, or at the end of a relationship that was good once, you know, there's a lot of those kind of things, but I hope that, uh, whatever you're doing tomorrow, that it's good, and it's, uh, you know, if you... If you're feeling down about yourself, maybe try and do something nice for somebody else. Think about that, you know, because you're not, if you're down, uh, chances are, and not even chances, just factually, you're not the only one down. So uh, try and spread something to somebody else you think might need a little boost, you know, just even a positive comment. Hey, nice hat. You know, I like to give compliments. I give compliments to strangers on the street all the time. Like, oh, cool sweater, you know, Uh, because it's a night and it bright, people smile, you know, so I think that's a nice thing. And you'd be surprised what that will do for you. And, uh, hey, maybe you meet a love interest. I don't know. So, but don't be weird about it, right? That's a, you know, don't, you know, well, now I'm, what are you going to just say random compliments to people on the street and hope for dates? I don't know. But come from a good place. How about that? Don't come from the place of, like, being, uh, you know, a creepy weird person. Uh, but coming from just, uh, hey, uh, you know, maybe give someone a boost somehow. So that's it. Uh, thanks for listening to the Party with Lance pod, and uh, we'll be back next week. Let's uh, keep it going, you know? Goodbye.